0: Hi, welcome to the show. Uh, glad to have you with us for another edition here so uh, we're very much pre-Turkey Day here. A couple of days out from Thanksgiving on After Hours with Defoe and Luby. I'm Jeff DeForest. He's Mike Luby-Lubitz. And this is great because uh, one of the very earliest declarations uh, I heard here when I became uh, a reporter uh, and uh, got involved in radio and TV here in South Florida came in 1982 when uh, Howard Schnellenberger started talking and people thought he was insane about creating, well, what we have to do is just go out there and uh, create the state of Miami. And uh, people finally took notice uh, that said, uh, wow, I mean, it's not just Texas. It's not just Southern California. Miami and South Florida is one of the greatest hotbeds for high school football talent that you would find anywhere in the country. Now, uh, everybody became very much aware of it, and you now have the local schools, University of Miami uh, and the state schools, Florida State, and Florida competing with like a zillion other guys. When Nick shows up, where do you think these kids are going? But uh, it's a pleasure to welcome this gentleman to the program because he he was part of one of the most legendary high school teams and high school classes here in South Florida, and now was just playing last night, (laughs) slaughtering the New York Giants. You couldn't (laughs) have eased up on these guys? I was getting 11 points. We welcome uh, Levante David, linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and and former Northwestern high school star here in South Florida, also went on to great fame at Nebraska before coming into the pros. And he's been with the Bucs his entire career and uh, was involved in a game last night when they turned things around there. Uh, Levante, welcome to the program. Great to have you on the show.
1: Hey guys, how you doing, man? Appreciate you. Good morning, my friend.
0: Well, we, uh, you know, appreciate you coming on because
1: uh, this this
0: was as much talked about uh, getting back to your high school days, which uh, you just returned by the way. And and I love this. I I really do. Uh, Anybody that's involved in, in like a Thanksgiving turkey giveaway, and uh, yeah. you guys uh, got this done at Miami Northwestern. And anytime you see these shots and clips on the news, it, it just makes yeah. you feel good about the holiday. So uh, congratulations on that. I, I'm sure it went very well and, and that the community was very appreciative of you uh, not turning your back on them coming back and, and doing such a noble thing, like giving away these turkeys yeah, yeah. at your old high school.
1: Yeah, Yeah, like you said, man, it, it makes me feel good feeling good about the holidays, I'm sure it makes people who, you know, all the spectators feel good about it too as well. You know, it's just something that I love to do. Um and I, I love do it back at my old high school, you know, where, you know, I was supported like one of the most. You know, and um, you know, it's basically right basically where I'm from. You know, the inner city area of Miami. And uh I know a lot of families, you know, who be needing help throughout the holidays and uh, I thought, you know, giving back was one of the main things I can do to help. I could do my part by that. Because, you know, I got the support community, so I definitely got to do stuff for them and uh, to, to 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 lift their spirits for the holidays as well. But uh, like you said, man, it just it just does something to me, man. It's just, it just a great feeling to see the smiles that you put on people's faces. And then I got my support team. My support team was out there, helped me, and uh, it was incredible to see.
0: How insane was it to play with this much talent <laughs> in high school? And have you had a collection (laughs) of talent like that uh, Mm -hmm. since either at Nebraska, certainly with the Buccaneers this year, uh, you could say that. Uh, But you had Marcus Forston uh, and and, uh, Jacare Harris, Sean Spence, uh, Tommy Streeter, Brandon Washington, uh, and you were on this team. And what did you do? You won like two uh, national championships uh, in a row, did you not?
1: Yeah. I mean, it didn't didn't dawn on me to like, you know, I got to college and stuff like that, and uh, you know, people asking where you're from, or whatever. And I told them where I was from. I told them what high school, I was team I played for, and they and they and they know it. I'm way up in Nebraska and Kansas, and people know about my high school team. So I'm like, dang, who was that? Who was that good? You know, I didn't realize it when I was there, but you know, just being um being away, and then the people bringing up my high school team, like, dang, you was on that team? I was like, Yeah. And then you know, I show them my highlights, and they believe me, and they're like, dang, that's crazy. And uh, you know, when when I think back about it, yeah, we we were stacked. It was really (laughs) unfair. Every time we hop on the bus, people was basically, you know, you know, uh, giving up the game already. But I definitely enjoyed those times, man. And I'm definitely still cool with all those guys too. So that's a great thing about
0: it. Randy Shannon got like six of these guys, including Jacory Harris, who is going to be the latest in the series of. Uh, people that were going to come in at the quarterback position and resurrect uh, some of the glory years. And uh, while he did some good things there, it uh, probably didn't work out uh, the way that he had anticipated. Shannon uh, ultimately was fired. H- how did you end up in Nebraska? That that would be my question. Because, uh, you know, and, and this is yeah. an issue now, as you know, uh, Levante, I'm sure you still follow the local scene here, where uh, can the University of Miami uh, ever make it back to that level of prominence? And most people would say no, but there was a time that they could waltz into Nebraska and be considered a favorite uh, over even the best of Nebraska football teams. Uh, but but how, how did you uh, – what, what was that year like when, when you were being recruited and all those guys ended up at Miami? Uh, and how did you end up uh, with uh, the Cornhuskers?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I remember all those guys that uh, recruited, man. It was a uh, great feeling. You know, I even went to some of the games with those guys um, or with some of the U.M. games with those guys. But for me, you know, I, I had taken a different route. You know, I wasn't where, where I needed to be academically, so I went up, went and uh, went to a junior college, Fort Scott, Kansas. And, you know, just kind of, you know, just felt like I should just stay away, and stay from coming back home, you know. So I ended up going to the University of Nebraska. I, I liked my chances there, and uh, I met some great people there. And uh, I, I won't change it for anything, you know. Uh, my moment at Nebraska was incredible. But I did also have a chance to go to UM, you know, out of junior college, but uh, the chips there fall in the place so I ended up just, you know, staying, uh, uh, staying in the Midwest and go to Nebraska.
2: We're talking with Levante David, all-pro linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Miami kid, uh, born and raised, did a tremendous thing this past Saturday, November, November yeah. 21st, at his alma mater, Miami Northwestern, gave away tons of turkeys and definitely want to talk to Levante more about that. But I do want to ask you this because it is interesting. Like, kids out of Miami never forget Miami uh-huh. right like you guys always come back show love take care yeah. of the community but it also feels like Miami sort of comes with you right like
1: how yeah. did Miami
2: make you a better football player cuz we it, it it's the best talent in all the country and it's not even close anywhere uh-huh. else like what did it do for you coming out of Miami when it came to football
1: it does I, I mean it does a lot man you know uh <laughs> every time you know you mentioned like people like where are you from? I'm from the crib. That's you know, they automatically know that you're from Miami. And uh you know, just a great thing, you know, represent the city the right way. You know, uh and then for me just giving back, man, it's just the city does did so much for me. You know, um just knowing that, you know, I'm I'm representing a whole bunch of people who could have been in my shoes. I, I tell people this all day. I say I know some guys back home right now who's who's better than me that should be playing here. But you know, unfortunately things they work out work out for them so I use this opportunity just for them to uh, live through me you know so that's why I, you know I just try to do the best best I can uh, represent the city the best way and uh, you know so far so good you know every time I'm out there you know that's on my mind you know um, the Miami kid you know it's a lot of guys out down there who's, who who wish they could be in my shoes but I'm gonna do the best that I can to you know for those guys to just change the, you know kind of look up to me and then uh, for the upcoming kids as well in Miami you know um. That's why I go back to my high school a lot, you know, for those kids to see, you know, see me walking around and uh, you know see me interact with me, knowing that you when know, they're talking to an NFL player who's been in the same shoes that they've been in, so it definitely gives them hope.
0: How did you greet the news that Tommy was coming to Tampa Bay <laughs> when it happened last year? I mean, uh, you had been through obviously ups oh. and downs uh, with the Tampa Bay franchise, yeah. and then all of a sudden it looks like they're absolutely primed to make something happen. They got Jameis uh, slinging a rock and, uh, you know, you had to yeah. maybe worry about wearing a neck brace after watching those picks come back for six, which uh, drove uh, Arians crazy. Um, and, and you get the news that Tom Brady's coming down. Uh, that that's, that's where he wants to go. It's over with Belichick, six Super Bowl championships. And you've got, uh, just, just a wild core of offensive talent, uh, surrounding Tom yeah. Brady. They, they hand pick an offensive line that, that looks like the seven blocks of granite. Um, what was that news like uh, for you, uh, Levante David, when, when you found out Tommy Boy was coming to town?
1: You know, it, it was hard to believe. It was hard to believe. You know, even when they announced it, I still couldn't believe it. I'm like, no way, no way. There's got to be a prank or something like that. I, I, I can't. I, I couldn't imagine it. But um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy he came. <laughs> you know, <'cause, laughs> uh, I would say. <laughs> You know, I'm sure it was a tough physical organization. You know, uh, everybody was real close with Jameis and uh, you know, he did he do great things in the community chapel and wherever he's at. But um, you know, I guess he was confident to move on and then, um, uh, you know, what better guy to get to replace James is Tom Brady. Um I didn't I didn't believe because I actually got a phone call from him once I heard his voice and then after, uh him telling us that he's happy to be a boy and uh get in and ready to work. You know, that that, that, that right there, uh uh, seven years for me, you know. I y'all perform like, dang, we really got Tom Brady. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was, uh, it, it was crazy. You know, uh, the first year, you know, last year, you know, sometimes I still used to get a little like when I see him in the middle used to be get a little stuck like, dang, let walk across, uh, walk across the locker room like, dang, we got Tom Brady. But now, you know, I'm kind of over that part now. I Just glad to have him part of my team.
0: Seems like he brings his entourage with him, including uh, Antonio Brown and Gronk. That has to be an adventure. I mean, uh, you know, Gronk, a very serious football player and uh, yet uh, quite a character uh, off the field and uh, well-documented some of his uh, craziness. Uh, How is he uh, like as a teammate, uh, Gronk? I would imagine, I mean, when you see this guy's work ethic, uh, broken ribs, whatever, he still wants to go out there and play. And uh, what was uh, obviously a factor on his comeback game last night.
1: Yeah, man, those guys are, are are great teammates, man. It just the way they put in work, you know that like a lot of young, like we got a young football team, and to have those vet, those guys, veterans, come in and put the work that put the work in that they do, it's amazing to see. You know, you wouldn't think, you know, a guy like those guys, you know, the big name superstars, they wouldn't, you know, uh, put as so much time in to to, to to you know just go out there and, and just get better. And and it's amazing to see, man. You see Grunk, you see A. B. Man, those guys be finishing plays. They doing the extra. They you know they asking questions. You know they continuously learn. They continuously trying to get better. So I guess that's what what makes those guys stand out on the football field because they flesh work that nobody sees and talks about. So um, they definitely a a great part of this locker room, man. Uh, You know, I like I said before, man. You know. It's one of the the great locker rooms I've been a part of. You know, we got a lot of older guys, we got a lot of young guys, and those guys, and like everybody just gel together, and it's amazing to see every day.
0: Is that uh, an explosive device that Arians is wearing uh, on the sideline there? That doesn't look weird. I mean, uh, (laughs) he's got some kind of thing that uh, he uses to, uh, you know, uh, plug in his communication devices there. And uh, what what is that that the players uh, have you noticed that uh, at all? Uh, I never uh, (laughs) know. I I never know. Good. Like this giant machine on there uh, on the sidelines. It it really looks strange. I I know Luby's got one for you here. Talking about LeBonte David here, Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebacker. uh, Fresh off the field last night. Uh, Massive destruction of the uh, New York Giants. Uh, Held their offense to three points, uh, except for, uh, I mean, uh, they got the ball at like the five yard line on on, uh, a weird pick. That bounced off the shoulders of Mike Evans, but uh, uh, great to have you here uh, on the show coming back. And, and that was a terrific thing you did. Uh, I know Luby's got one for you, though.
2: Well, last couple of things here with Levante David, uh, all world linebacker uh-huh. for the Bucks. Just want to ask you because, like you and Defoe were talking about, you've been through it all with the Bucks. Like a totally young yeah. roster that Jameis showed a lot of promise. The offense put up points. The defense was a work in progress. To now, one of the best defenses in football and one of the best offenses in football. But we've always heard the saying, "Winning once tough, repeating's even harder." How is this year? been different or the same compared to last season.
1: No, it was definitely tough. You know, um you know last season, you know, we were just gelling. You know, we were just still trying to get the getting know each other. You know how what type of football team we want to be. And then uh we uh we hit you know, we started clicking it all soon at the right time. And now, you know, obviously, you know we're Super Bowl champion, you know, people, you know, gun for you, you know, expectations is outside, expectations is very high. But uh, what we just try to do, man, is, uh focus on ourselves. You know, um, we know like you know, last year happened last year, and uh, this is a whole new season. So we know it definitely is going to be harder. But uh, with the people we got locked in the room, luckily we were able to bring all twenty-two guys back. So uh, you know that was the start of everything for us to you know just get to where we need to be. Now we just got to, we just got to you know put it the out there on the field. You know we was coming off a two-game losing streak, and uh, that's something that we. Uh, definitely, you know, I had a bitter taste in our mouth about that, and uh, we were able to get back on track last night. You know, and uh, you guys caught me in a great mood because it was a great win. <laughs> 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 well,
0: it wasn't great so win. good for me, but uh, no, I i was great for you guys because uh, we're big fans of uh, Shaq baron also, who we yep. uh, had okay. a conversation with uh, at the radio run for the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and uh. Great guy. Uh, he, he was wearing a thing, a jewelry there that uh, was just absolutely <laughs> exceptional. So uh, it, yeah, it yeah, pays yeah, definitely yeah. to uh, be a top-notch linebacker in the National Football League. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, one, one last thing. Uh, has anybody seen Tom Brady's birth certificate? He, he can't possibly be 44 years old.
1: Yeah, nobody. nobody is there any evidence that he that. actually is 44,
0: uh, you know, uh, other than the fact that that's uh, his stated age?
1: Yeah, no, no no, true evidence behind that, but we, we need to look into that, man, because he just we <laughs> keep
0: looking younger and young. Well, uh, Levante, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, tremendous. Uh, all of our applause go to you, and, and our heartfelt thanks for doing the uh, Thanksgiving uh, Turkey Giveaway Saturday at Northwestern High School. I know that had to bring you uh, tremendous... Yeah. A uh, piece of satisfaction, and uh, always great to see uh, players and athletes. They talk uh, so much about the bad in the media, then uh, there's a lot of good being done. And uh, we congratulate you on doing that and being a part of that kind of uh, feeling and vibe. Uh, we need more of it. And, and thanks so much for being with us. Uh, good luck the rest of the way this year, and uh, maybe another Super Bowl. That'll be awesome.
1: Yes, sir, that would be incredible, man. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, more great news to come, man. And, and don't and don't stop giving back, is, it, it don't stop us for everything. So, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to you know, continue to give back to the community and inspire the best way I can.
2: How can people get involved with some of your your organization? We know you're doing great things now and into the future. How can people get involved? What are some of, what do you want people to know about some of the things you're doing?
1: Yeah, you can just uh go on my Instagram page. I got my website website up. You click on the link, and uh every all the updates and things like that will be on there. So uh, as you get the time, you know, just go on the uh, website levante 54com and um you will see uh, uh most upcoming events, and then um you know uh, I got I got some merchandise and stuff like that, and uh, all the proceeds go back to uh, goes back to my foundation, and uh, I put it and uh, uh, give it back out to the community.
0: We applaud you, uh, Levante, and we thank you so much for doing this. And a uh, great win last night for the Buccaneers. Got the ship quickly righted and, uh, you know, very much in contention for another Super Bowl. Uh, thanks so much uh, for being with us here, and congratulations on all you've done with your foundation.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.
2: All right. Have a Thanksgiving. Be well.
0: Levante David, ladies and gentlemen, here on After Hours uh, with Defoe and Luby. All right, uh, Luby, you had this discussion on our uh, Ion Channel show uh, earlier this morning. Uh, the Juicers, Major League Baseball. Where do you stand on that? Juicers. I, I'm Hall frustrated of fame? You by got, it. Uh, a Rod now, Big Poppy, going to be eligible. First eligibility and final eligibility for Barry Bonds and, uh, of course, Roger Clemens. Two guys that would have qualified under any circumstances for the Hall of Fame, except if there is a bias against anybody who, and, and, and it's not anybody, it's a little arbitrary selection going on right now. Anybody who's suspected of using the needle. Now, we know in Bonds' case, right, uh, your best friend is not Victor Conti. I mean, (laughs) this is the guy that invented the undetectable steroid. And with remarkable results, because while Bonds was an excellent hitter, he was not hitting 75 home runs a season. And uh, where any pitch, remember, they wouldn't even throw a pitch around home plate. It wasn't even (laughs) in the same area code. No, Anything that was uh, even inside the batter's box for what would be a right-handed hitter, I mean, Bonds would just reach across the plate, barely tap the ball and like it was shot out of a howitzer. It would be out of the park, right? Yep. So he wasn't that type of ball player before the juice, and he certainly was after. And, and if you were lacking in evidence, I mean, I, I would use this as, uh, you know, just uh, undeniable proof uh, of the juice. The size and circumference of his head during his baseball playing days. <laughs> All of a sudden, it looked like you could drill three holes in it, not for a lobotomy, (laughs) but to hand it to, like, Dick Weber and have him go win the Tournament of Champions. Firestone. Giant freaking head. Uh, Unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you could deny it all you want. uh, Juice was a factor there. And, uh, of course, with Clemens, we know that was the case because they had that uh, kind of a weak, nebbishy, uh, nebbishy type there. I mean, he was in a jackpot. They're throwing all the heat on Brian McNamee. Yep. The Fugazi trainer who was like, uh, what do you have? He had a hot dog stand in New York. All of a sudden, (laughs) he he meets Roger Clemens. He says, yeah, yeah, I can get you. I can get you that stuff from Mexico. No problem. And uh, sure enough, uh, then he's uh, welcomed into the bedroom uh, of the Clemens household in Texas where uh, Roger Clemens' lovely wife is suiting up uh, for her dose of whatever steroid she was taking to do whatever it was. Oh, because she was trying to look good for the uh, SI swimsuit edition.
2: There you
0: go. Don't leave a paper trail. Come on. And, uh, you know, I mean, how how does Roger Clemens deny that uh, he had any knowledge of any of this stuff in front of Congress? And they buy it. Yeah, okay. Like it was one of the, uh, you know, guys uh, that was, uh, like it was Steve Bannon. Yeah. (laughs) No, never. Okay, Steve. (laughs) Get a haircut, right? Exactly. (laughs) Does that guy shower? I don't even know. I know. All right, so anyway, so uh, there's a mixed bag of feelings about the juicers. I, I tend to think of it now this way, and, and uh, at first I'm resentful of any form of cheating. Yes, yes. Uh, especially sustained when the other guys weren't doing it. And I don't know. I mean, look, there were stories about guys that could have made the majors and achieved their dream that were aced out because some punch and Judy's second baseman, what was, uh, you know, taking as much uh, steroid ingestion as Mark McGuire and somehow was managing to hang on to his major league job. Uh, pitchers were doing it, hitters were doing it. But yep. because it was running rampant with an enabling eye yep, being cast as in a blind eye by Bud Selig and the Major League Powers, uh, the ple- people in the Players Association, they didn't care uh, about their own contingency, right? Uh, all of the uh, people in the Players Union, the heads of the Players Union, were like, what, 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 what are you questioning this for? Didn't even
2: test for it. <laughs>
0: like... <laughs> Crazy, yeah. I mean, uh, they're testing for marijuana. Like exactly. uh, if the guy's eating a couple of gummy bears on a team flight from uh, L.A. Uh, to New York. He's out and some guy that's got a syringe in his fanny as he comes to the plate like Sammy Sosa. Looked like some of those horses uh, (laughs) back in the day at Los Alamitos in the quarter horse meet uh, before they cleaned that up many years ago. How did that five win? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) But there was a veterinarian in his barn just before the race. Bob Baffert, man, is going to become the commissioner of Major League Baseball. But all right. So uh, you feel and and I've softened my stance. Just let him in or out. I mean, uh, it's okay. Either make a definitive thing. We had a guest on our ION Channel show. Gentleman named Joe Fusero does a podcast called Man on Second. Very good baseball guy. And uh, he he was saying, uh, look. Uh, either you're on the ballot or you're not. If you're on the ballot, then you're on the ballot. you should be eligible to be voted for based on whatever it is that you accomplished as a baseball player. Yep. Uh, regardless of, uh, you know, insinuations and assertions that steroids had to be in play. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, uh, the defense is always, oh, well, I never failed the test, which is amazing in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good for you. I mean, you're absolutely loaded and you take a breathalyzer <laughs> test. You should blow like a (laughs) 2.6. And instead, you know, it it just comes up like a a nice mild 0.7, 0.7, Mr. Blutarski, 0.0. So uh, what is that except uh, masking agents uh, that were so cleverly designed by the Balco Laboratories that uh, nobody knew what these guys were doing? So I I don't buy the no-fail testing. I mean, Lance Armstrong passed all those tests those, those many, many years, right? And we knew he was seeing that Fugazi doctor. Yep, down there at the foothills of the Pyrenees before run around... Okay, look at Lance. He's just climbing the standings here, going straight up that mountain, perpendicular to the ground. Not even sweating, right? They're yeah, exactly. Just... Right, right the cancer, hill. the whole thing.
2: <laughs> All right,
0: so where do we stand on this? I mean, A-Rod, Big Poppy. Big Poppy is popular. A-Rod is surprisingly popular with network executives. And I guess he's gained the popularity and, and uh, measure of respect from fans in his new capacity as a baseball announcer who says nothing. Yep. During the entire scope of the broadcast, he adds zero. I mean, that's just our opinion. Uh, maybe you love A-Rod as a commentator, but uh, point to me something that he said that you went, wow, that's fascinating. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. He
2: nothing. says nothing. He says nothing. Right?
0: Joe Garagiola was more interesting when he said, buy a car, get a check. Exactly. When he was there shilling for Dodge <laughs> all those years and talking incessantly about stealing signs, which maybe Joe was on to something, right? Probably. Who knew the Astros were going to uh, you know, go uh, fully into his uh, his live. theories about how important it would be to steal signs and then relay them, find a way to relay them to your players. I like the buzzer system, right? Where they hit uh, Altuve <laughs> with a buzzer. <laughs> all of a sudden he jolts back and he hits a home run on a change <laughs> While he's swinging the bat, yeah, and he exactly. has a jolt of electricity from the buzzer. They said. hey, here it is. Slow pitch coming. <laughs> Be ready, Jose. All right. Uh, we have to run. Uh, it's uh, been great being with you on this fine Tuesday. A couple of days away from uh, Thanksgiving Day. We'll have some special events uh, coming up on uh, Thursday and Friday here on the Believe Podcast Network. And uh, tomorrow we get into a little football with Jason Cole, an NFL insider. I hope he straightens you out about that argument about Justin Herbert, finally. We'll when are you going to concede, Luby? When are you going to let go of your fantasy that Tua was a better pick at number five than Justin Herbert at number six? And, and these kind of mistakes are made. Let's face it. It's not always easy. Somebody had convinced me before the Peyton Manning draft that Ryan Leaf was going I, to be a better pro quarterback. How, how right were they?
2: Yeah, they were very They were very wrong.
0: <laughs> right off the uh, pier there and straight into the ocean, man, with some men overshoes on. Please. It's like that guy on uh, TVG that I often comment on. And uh, I guess uh, they have it with Musburger's organization, the uh, Vegas Sports Information Network. Uh, guys that have buried more people than your local <laughs> funeral director. <laughs> that's uh, the new thing with uh, with gambling. So uh, you could be dead wrong about something. Uh, Ryan Leaf certainly was a, a giant mistake, although he's uh, acquitted himself very well. And did he not start out on Believe Podcast Network? yes. Yes, as uh, As an entity, a commodity, and he became a very fine broadcaster uh, as a result of uh, starting out right here. Maybe it can happen for us in our afterlife. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys tomorrow. You guys uh, get ready for a great Thanksgiving. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. A little football talk tomorrow with Jason Cole, NFL insider and uh, author of many, many books, and now writing a movie script. So that'll be a lot of fun. For Mike Luby-Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest. Thanks for tuning in to After Hours with Defoe and Luby on the Believe Podcast Network.
2: college football coaching carousel is raging more after this recently we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us any time of year things can happen to your home or business and the insurance company can be your friend but they also can be your enemy horizon public adjusters justina testa are here for you to help this process go so much easier before you call Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side?
0: State of Florida versus Casey Marie Anthony. We, the jury, find the defendant not guilty. The law, my boy, puts us into every. It's the ultimate backstage pass. Fourth person
1: charging defendant, Aaron Hernandez. What say you, Madam Four Person? Okay.
0: Just the facts, ma'am.
2: We the jury find the defendant Orenthal James Simpson not guilty.
0: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle
2: the truth! Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth holds who the truth?
1: Sightly! What have I got to lose? I don't believe a word he says, Your Honor. He's crazy!
2: Each year in college football, you have the good and the bad. With the bad comes coaching changes. It's inevitable. What is not so inevitable is having major college football positions all open at the same time. You may get a USC or a Florida, then a bunch of Illinois with some Fandy in there. However, this time around feels a little different. You, yes, have USC after Clay Helton finally got the ax that has been hanging for 40 years. You do have Florida after Dan Mullen had a title contender just two months ago who fell just two points to the juggernaut Alabama Crimson Tide to then lose his next five power five games consecutively you also have lsu just two years removed from a national title and possibly the fourth most talented high school football state throw in washington which had been in the playoffs a few years ago with vt that has contended for the acc in years past plus um university of miami for the most talented region in the country still with its head coach manny Diaz intact but after the ad was ousted just a couple weeks ago, the rumors have swirled they will be dipping in the head coaching carousel this offseason as well. TCU parted ways with Gary Patterson after he made them a perennial Big 12 contender. What does this mean? Well, it feels like all these positions won't be filled by top-notch candidates as the head coaching crop is slim pickings. Lane Kiffin is on everyone's list after turning around Ole Miss in two short seasons. Dave Aranda, the once LSU title-winning defensive coordinator, has kept Baylor on the winning path. Billy Napier is a small school head coach who has made his presence felt on the national stage with Nick Saban and Dabo, Sweeney roots, and even a little Mario Cristobal who's gotten Oregon in the recruiting elite. However, after that, it's quiet. It feels like there are more job openings than there are viable candidates. Luby's law for the day is we see schools each year need to make coaching changes. This time around, it feels like lots of schools moved on and there may not be anywhere to go. We will see if this carousel stops with all the positions filled with legit candidates, or if these schools acted in haste, and we'll wonder what they did come this time next year. This is Luby's Law.
0: Play the ponies in style at Champions, the outstanding simulcasting room at Beautiful, Highly Apart. Yes, the grand old lady of thoroughbred racing has never been more vibrant, and you can wager on the races from the top tracks around the country while enjoying a cocktail at the Brass Rail Bar or any of the fine food served throughout the facility. If poker is your game, you're covered in style, and you can play all your favorite Vegas-style games, including blackjack, craps, and roulette, in Hylia Park's sizzling hot casino. Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play, when you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, Hylia Park.
2: Their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to LandlubbersBarAndGrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at
1: Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.